WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. It's Lacrosse Talk PM, and it's your buddy Dave back in the saddle today. Thanks for having me back. It's always fun to get to talk to you guys. Speaking of talking, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 785-7914. Rick Solom going to be in studio here in just a couple of shakes of a lamb's tail. So... For now, you want to get in touch with the program, let's use that uh, text line again, 785-7914. How you guys feeling today? Finally above 50 degrees, right? We got 58 outside in La Crosse, at least it was when I entered the studio here, 201 State Street, heart of downtown La Crosse. I'm a Packer fan, right? So I can say things like 1265 and 201. It's inherent in my Packer fandom. So it's a beautiful day for me, at least uh, here in downtown La Crosse. Took the dog out for a walk uh, earlier. I live in Stoddard, so a bit different, but uh, not too much right on the water. And it was gorgeous. Man, it's, it's going to be nice to finally have some springtime and hopefully some summertime weather. Because I don't want to just wait around and think about going on the water and riding jet skis and doing stuff with my shirt off. I, I want to actually get it done. So hope you guys are having a great Thursday. And I hope we got a fun show lined up for you today. Again, anytime you want to jump in, love to have you, 785-7914. I do think there there might be somebody online. I, I tried to answer your call off, but this is my guest studio, so a couple of things I'm not entirely familiar with, including answering phones from the wrong side of the board. So uh, if you're still there, hang with us, and, and we'll start taking calls here in just a bit. But I'm hoping we can have a you know a real nice discussion today on a couple of different topics. Now, when I was here on Tuesday... We talked a lot about the Lacrosse Airport putting together a car wash, and they've been able to secure two million dollars from the city council to, you know, give to Brickle Brothers to build this new car wash. Now, a lot of you guys are having some issues with the fact the city of Lacrosse, who manages and maintains the Lacrosse Airport, would have an interest in private business such as a car wash. And there's actually been quite a bit of conversation on this topic. As a matter of fact, I was looking through the Better Hearing Center talking text line before the show today, and I see that you guys have continued this conversation with Mike Hayes in the morning, Lacrosse Talk AM, and even pelted Rick with some stuff last night, which I doubt that he, he got to. Now, in all fairness, I couldn't listen to the program. He had that animology sound with him. But I was um, on location at Balduzzi Lumber doing their deck day, which, by the way, if you're looking to get, like, a new deck for your house or, or maybe you own rental properties and you're thinking, yeah, we gotta we got to really put something over here, bring up the rent dollar, Go to Balduzzi Lumber. All right, they're out there off of OT and on Alaska, Bryce Prairie, if you will. And they'll help They'll help you out because they'll send somebody, I think, within a day. And then, depending on contractors, uh, you might be actually looking at your new deck this summer. So that's what I was doing yesterday. So I didn't get to hear Rick, but he did let me know that they have the entomologist on. and went great. A lot of different questions. Uh, but even during that conversation, uh, you guys were still sending messages about the car wash. So I want to talk about that a bit more because, you know, I, I try looking into this, right? I was flying by the seat of my pants when we got in here on Tuesday, just sort of following along with uh, the information as presented. But I talked to my wife, and I started looking around a little more and, and, and thinking about the Lacrosse Airport itself and what it is. So if you go to Lacrosse Airport's website, and they've got this, you know, section tab, airport history, you know, it talks about the Lacrosse Airport being a self-sufficient, I'm using air quotes here in studio, a self-sufficient entity of the city of Lacrosse. Tac- Taxpayer dollars, according to their website, do not go into the operating budget of the airport. All right, so that's one thing. 
the staff at the airport consists of 13 city employees, however, of whom four trained in operations coordination to perform ARFF, and six are airport maintenance personnel who take care of the airport facilities. So that's all fine and good. But I know the city council had to approve the $2 million for the airport's car wash. So it seems that city funds have still been procured for the building and, and development of this particular car wash, again, which the Lacrosse Airport says is going to be a, quote, private business. So one thing I want to just ask you straight up, now that they told you it's a private business, do you feel any better about it? Does it seem like a private business? Now, I'm not trying to start a fight here. I'm, I'm, I'm literally asking. So you guys give me some direction. What do you think? Is this really a private business? Because in some of the messages that I've seen here that you guys have sent to the Better Hearing Center talking text line, again, if you're new, 785-7914, uh, have asked that very same question. Matter of fact, I was looking at one earlier, and this comes from an anonymous texter. I don't have the name for this uh, particular individual, but it says, thinking about the city car wash, don't like it. Have to have a market, a need. Have to have land. Need to build structure. Need to maintain, function. Need to staff. Need to have an exit strategy. What are the benefits? Right? And then one of the comments that we got followed up on that and, and wasn't just what are the benefits, but say the thing doesn't turn a profit, right? Who, who pays for that? How does that get covered? And if there is a profit, where does that go? If it's a private business, okay, great. Well, that's pretty easy to tell. We know in private business who's going to make the money, the person that owns the business. In this case, it would, assume, it, it would seem to me, excuse me, that it would be the city of La Crosse. Uh, but the way that I'm reading this is that it, the, the city's airport is a self-sufficient entity, and taxpayer dollars don't go in. So where does the profit come from? Uh, not sure either. 785-7914. Looks like we got Josh and Tom P. on here. Rick Solom came in the studio. That's fun. Hi, Rick. Hi. How you doing, bud? Good. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we had the call. I tried to answer it, and I, I made, you know, full admission of this. I, I'm not sure about this side of the studio. So, like, I answered it, and, oh, uh, well, okay, I couldn't hear anything. No. So, either way, I wanted to no wait way. for you. Yeah, no I wanted way. to wait for you to come in. So, Rick's here, so you guys can call away. I did promote the uh, text portion of this. Josh just sent this a message. The fine lady on the radio said it is not. We're talking about the Lacrosse Airport. Yeah. Okay. The fine lady on the radio said that it isn't being funded by the city. It's funded from Lacrosse Airport funds only. Is that true or false? You know what? From what I understand, at least in reading the same things that I'm sure you're reading, and, and, and this uh, gal, I'm not entirely sure who was online, is talking about, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Rick, I want this to... might be Josh here. No, okay. Uh, okay, great. Right. Yeah. You said that was Josh texting. I did. I said it was okay. Josh that was texting. Could Hi. be a different Josh. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hey, I just figured I'd call and clarify my text message. Yeah, yeah, good I stuff. couldn't remember the lady's name, but she was representing the Lacrosse Airport on the radio with uh, Mike the other morning. Okay. She clearly stated multiple times that this is funded by the Lacrosse Airport, not the city of Lacrosse, and they're operated separately yeah. and independently financially-wise. So how is I'm getting two different stories. So yeah, well, correct. listen, and, and when I, I, you know, and I kind of put this in the lead here, Josh. I went to the Lacrosse Airport's airport history, and it, it talks about that being a self-sufficient entity of the city of Lacrosse. Taxpayer dollars don't go there. Uh, what I do know, and in the same article we've got online at wizmnews.com, it talks about the city council having to approve the two million dollars that Brickle Brothers needs to build the airport. So I'm a little 
um, I'm in some shallow water myself, right? And I don't want to scare you guys wrong. I'm not sure. I mean, from what I'm reading, it sounds like it's a private business. But if so, who's the private entity that owns it, right? Like that, for me, that's where I'm kind of at a disconnect. All right. Well, there you go. Josh drops off. Who knows? Maybe you get on. 785-7914. Rudy's got a text in here that says, this, the person, and again, I'm, I apologize. I'm not sure who was on with Mike. Uh, the person that was on WIZM told us that the airport saved up for the project, so good for them for saving up instead of borrowing tax taxing grounds like they run the airport the way they're supposed to uh, or run households. It would be better if more government did that. Okay. I, what's that now? Brad, Brad's in the newsroom. Yeah, and we'll do news, and then he's kind of he's kind of been to some of this stuff. Okay, some of this stuff. So okay, he'll, he'll come in and maybe clarify Great. some stuff if you got questions. Absolutely, and I think that's um that's good stuff because we want to kind of you know get this all boiled down, right? I don't want to steer you guys in the wrong spot, but after our conversation on Tuesday, and I, I mentioned I went home and I talked to my wife about this, and she says, "Yeah, it looks like this is a private venture." I thought, "Okay, I think we got to look at this." So let's figure out. Maybe we'll get Brad Williams in here after the break and. Uh, have him give us the lowdown, what he found out. Now, another topic that if we've got time for today, I'd love to get your thoughts on here, is the Wisconsin GOP planning to kill a, a number of different Tony Evers uh, initiatives, many of which I could care less about. Uh, but the one thing that I've just been having a hard time wrapping my mind around is, is why the Wisconsin GOP would want to kill pot legalization, even decriminalization. So I want to get into that as well. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. It's Dave. It's now Rick. And you're listening to WIZM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Stick around. We'll be right back. WIZM News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. Dave Rick joined in studio by the human Google, Brad Williams. Uh, Brad, thanks for jumping on and coming in here with us. How are you today? You need to dig up the Jim Croce song, Working Out the Car Wash. <laughs> also, Brad's getting old. He's now the new explorer. Microsoft Explorer. Is that oh, so as opposed to getting a little slower? Gotcha. <laughs> wow, look at that, Rick. Rick Broadshade. Yeah, blue shirt on. Sure, why not? Yeah, well, I know you do have my blue shirt. I tell you what, you know what this reminds me of? This scene right here. I'm I'm having a complete Anchorman flashback. Pretty soon we're going to start talking about PBS coming down the hall, and you know why is commercial break? Anyways, uh, we won't get off on that topic too hard. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talking text line, guys and gals. Seven eight five seventy nine fourteen is wide open. I know we've got number three online, and three. I'm going to ask you just to hold with us quick moment because um, I want to get Brad on here to, um, you know, hopefully help some of our listeners, Brad, uh, gain some clarity on exactly what is happening with the Lacrosse Airport and with this uh, new car wash, which the city council has approved a $2 million budget to give to Brickle Brothers for the construction of this. But, Brad, um, you know, you've been kind of working on this story for the last couple of days. Why is this not just a government-owned car wash? It's pretty confusing <laughs> even to somebody like me who sits through a lot of these uh, county and city and uh, otherwise meetings Dave is that uh, the how it's explained to me and Miranda who has been on with my case and talking about it okay. well, she's a spokesperson for the airport is the idea is that the airport is a city run utility but what they are explaining is that this is not a taxpayer-funded project. The airport generally tries 
raising its own revenue, and this is an idea for raising their revenue, and so it wouldn't it wouldn't be anything out of the taxpayer's pocket. But at the same time, it's something the city has to sign off on, and it's like, oh, the city just approved two million dollars for something. <laughs> and the, the uh, car wash you're talking about, which big mainly as they've uh, described it, is for the uh, for rental car rental agencies that are out at the airport, right? Also for government. Uh, Big operators out yep. there, mm-hmm. and for the people who park their cars at the airport, the customers who fly in and out, and it would also be open. It, it's not specifically on airport ground necessarily. You could get access to it, uh, and if you live on French Island, they said, "Well, why should you leave French Island and go over somebody uh, somewhere else uh, closer to the mall or something, or the the one on Highway 35 near Bridgeview? There's right. another car wash over there. Why should you go that far if there's one right at the airport?" So they're trying to uh, say this is going to raise money for the airport. If we have this sort of thing, that might also bring in some new airline business because they just added that Detroit service and. They're thinking, well, this might be a, a way to uh, help develop the airport. All right, we got Brad Williams in studio with us here, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Rick, um, we, we've never played three open mics in a phone call, but let's see if we can bring number three on here. Now, Brad, I know you're not wearing headphones, so I'm going to try to uh, pot up the studio cue just a little so we can hear three. Um, three, welcome to the show again. How are you today, fella? Well, that sounds like a city brainwash instead of a car wash. <laughs> Brad, he said city brainwash instead of a car wash. It was funny. Okay, uh-huh. three, continue. They don't even know how much they're going to charge yet, for Pete's sake. Well, that's there's that's... even There's even going to be a, a, a detail center in there for people working on their cars. They're going to have to heat it in the winter and cool it in the summertime. They do have a pricing structure, and the, the, they're calling it the Soaring Suds Car Wash is what they want to do. Uh, car rental fleet car wash standard would be $2.85. Government fleet car wash uh, standard for it goes to 4 to 6 to Platinum lava, $10 is what. Oh, now, they're so, and, and there's 10 wash packages, but they, they do have a, a pricing structure that's in here. No under flush only. So, yeah. She didn't know that this morning, as she had no idea what they were going to charge yet. Well, this is the information. We've got a little packet here, yeah, three, that okay. was uh, delivered right. to us. So, you know, yeah. listen, man, I think that, um, and I'm going to just let you off because we've got kind of, uh, you know, we've got a busy room today. Um, you know, Brad, I think that we've had a couple of situations here recently in the city of La Crosse that have caused maybe a little confusion where a, a bit of um, clarity could have been delivered had prior to the rollout of some of these initiatives, there had been a, maybe a, like, I don't want to say a more well-thought-out uh, approach to the marketing a- angle of it here, but at least sort of an explanation in waiting so that when we get these kinds of questions, uh, there's a very easy and go-to answer to say, well, this is really what we're talking about. And this is basically one of those things that flies under, you know, using an airport term, under the radar. <laughs> Not this it guy. Is, is it, uh, you know, there, there are so many things on a city council agenda. It's like, oh, uh, car wash. Okay, sure. And then uh, people hear about that and say, wait a minute, what is this? And we see that a lot. Yeah. Now, the, uh, another thing which hasn't been discussed while I was looking up, up information about this, there is also the possibility of a new building specifically to house those car rental agencies at the airport. That's in the process. ISG, which is involved in the Lacrosse Center project, has been working on that. And that's not a given yet, but that's also in the works there. Interesting. All right, so while we've got Brad Williams here with us, it's Lacrosse Talk PM, your 
here with us on News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Brad, curious to get your thoughts just briefly. I want to transition gears here uh, to the new uh, Riverside Park Band Show. Now, we've had recently in, in many of our uh, Midwest Family Studios, um, Terry Bauer, and we've had Dave Clemens kind of give us the overview of what they've been looking to do as far as um, you know raising more funds for this. I know you've got a piece on our website right now, WICMnews.com, that kind of details where they're at with fundraising. But for those that haven't seen that, uh, let us know where are we with fundraising and is there still work to do? Right. They made the announcement uh, this week that uh, they, they've been trying to get to $500,000 for this specific canopy, not for what's being done right there, which everything is ripped up and there's no seats right there. That's the band stand. We, we separate okay. that from okay. that's the stage area plus the audience area. The band stand, which has been there 90 years basically. Yeah. And uh, what they're talking about, the band shell, is the canopy that would go over and uh, protect the uh, performers, let's say a band, on the stage if it starts raining. It wouldn't extend over the audience, unfortunately, but it, it is there. And that's what they're trying to raise. The, the cost would be $850,000. They're already up to 520000 Okay. So they need 330000 yet to raise from the community, and they want to do it by the uh, middle of, of June. And middle of June is when they expect to have the stage area finished and, and all of that work done, and that would be ready in time for Riverfest. And then once Riverfest is done, then they shut that stage down again, start building the canopy, the band shell, and meanwhile, in a different part of the park, uh, closer to the uh, the north end of the park, they would have a temporary stage, like you would see at Riverfest, except lower to the ground, and uh, that would be where they'd have the moon tunes and the uh, the jazz shows and the the, the other music uh, performances that they have during the summer, and they would try to have the canopy ready by Labor Day by the big Woodstock 50th anniversary show that they're doing. Love it. So it's going to be amazing to see the city of La Crosse pull off Woodstock 50, whereas Woodstock, <laughs> we New York, do it more than the one can't that they're do it. In New York. And yeah. so maybe we'll come just, here. Yeah. yeah, come to La Crosse hey, for John, Woodstock. John Fogarty's been here for, uh, before for Freedom Fest, right, so yeah. may, maybe we get him back. Uh, Brad, I thank you very much for your time today. We're, we're up against it. We got some news, but again, uh, Brad Williams, you know, out there, you know, collecting the information for us. And be sure to bookmark wizmnews.com uh, for up-to-date information on these and, and many different stories. Now, when we come back here, guys and gals, I want to talk about something else. The Wisconsin GOP uh, has decided to put the axe to many of Tony Evers' planned uh, proposals. One of them is pot legalization or decriminalization. And I've just got to ask, at what point are we going to get over ourselves and pick up the free money that's out there? If you drive around town right now, and Rick, I'm not sure how often you get to go all around North and South Lacrosse and you know, where exactly your travels take you. It's super fun driving down, I think it's George Street. I think over there, like on the north side, yeah. just that whole one lane is awesome. They just close it because you oh. can't drive down that right lane. No, for real. It's I, they're, they're, doing, they're doing projects right now. Don't start. Get, you're going to get people in uh, north side not the like north side it. bars on the yeah. right, past Menards over the viaduct if you keep going north. You're so talking about the flip side. Lanes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that right lane, is you can't drive on it. Okay. So the point that I was trying to make is when you drive around town, and it seems that you do at least some uh, driving around town, you see signs everywhere. I, I even saw one, and I couldn't tell if it was Family Video and Marco's Pizza, but there were, like, signs in the ground. CBD sold here. All right, oh, there's, I, see what you're, uh, I see where you're going. Okay. I thought we were straight putting the pot in the roads already. No, no, not quite, not quite yet. Uh, those are potholes, Rick. 
Uh, so, so anyhow, I'm driving all around town, and, and listen, this thing is picking up steam like everywhere. It's CBD, uh, the growing of hemp. We have to do a CBD show, like what it's good for, because I don't know, and I don't want to research it. Awesome. Uh, that, that, I feel like you would probably know. That'd be a great, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm the foremost expert, but I think I could find some good research points. Yeah, we, we could talk about that. me some CBD gummy bears the other sure. day, and she's like, yep. are you feeling more calm? And she gave me, like, one tiny gummy bear. I'm like, okay. lady, I'm not much. Yeah. I, I need more gummy bears. Yeah. They sell that at uh, the Tree Huggers Co-op. They, I mean, listen, the point that I'm trying to make is when you go and you drive around the city of La Crosse and, heck, many cities around the country and even the state of Wisconsin right now, you are going to see CBD oil sold here, uh, you know, hemp flour sold here. The point that I'm trying to make is this. If we're for limited government and private business being in control of the economy, which it should be, and not having the government pick winners and losers, when are we going to start picking up a whole bunch of free cash that's out there and, and stop moralizing the things that have nothing to do with actual crimes, right? There is absolutely nothing to stop two people from doing anything they want to do anyways. If they're consenting adults, they're going to do it. So when we try to moralize these things, turn them into laws, we all lose, okay? I'm telling you, we all lose when we confine our freedoms to morality. That's just... It's just not good business. Now, it might be great religion. It could be awesome politics, but it's not good business. So I just want to ask the question, when are we going to get over ourselves and just make this thing legal? Because, like I mentioned, I listen to the farm show Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 over on WKTY. And the biggest, the biggest topic of conversation right now is how to get in the hemp game. What that really is the precursor to, and Wisconsin would be fertile ground for this, is how do we just get into the pot game? Literally fertile ground, right? Literally fertile ground. Industrial hemp. Exactly. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. It is whittled down to Dave and Rick, and it's, well, right about 532. We got a little bit of news. We'll come back here in just a few. 540 WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Dave Carney, Rick Solom. Here with you, the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, 785-7914, want to thank our friend Brad Williams again uh, for jumping in here, giving us a bit of an explanation. You know, when I left on Tuesday, I was just flying by the seat of my pants like most of you were, hearing that the city of La Crosse's airport was going to start its own private car wash. And you're thinking, wait, how how is this going to happen? I, I tell you, I'm not still 100% sure exactly that I like this idea or not. I, I, I don't want to give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, Uncle Dave's seal of approval or not. But I guess I understand a little bit more on how they're going to go about doing this. Um, I can also understand why there would be car washes, Rick, you know, in the city of La Crosse that could be, you know, a little sour about it. I can understand that. But, look, that's the nature of competition and business, right? So if we want to espouse the, the most capitalistic nature of, you know, the economy that we can. We want competition. I think where we get some some blowback here is from those that say, but Dave and Rick and Brad Williams, that's not truly competition because they get benefits that others wouldn't. And so I understand that. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about this yet, uh, but here is the reality. It's happening, right? The car wash is going in. It's happening. Sort of like the band shell. It's happening. And by the way, if you want to get yourself involved in that band shell thing, and I know that we have at least one texter here on the Better Hearing Center talking text line, Rick, that thinks the band shell is too expensive. Uh, but if you want to get yourself in on this, and what I mean by that is donation-wise, every donation I think is little as $500. You get some sort of commemoration, right? They've got these small, like, either stone or, or giant. Yes, yeah, small or giant, like placards, right? Stone placards. And you can, yeah, exactly, pavers. So you can have on the smallest ones, I think it's, you know, you can get, 
X number of characters, and it goes, you know, you, you can probably put a name on there. Say, you know, I love my cat or, or something. But if you want to get a, emojis. Oh, you want emojis? No, I don't know. Listen, you have to have a really, really specific stencil set for that. I'm not sure that the city of LaCroix... Do you want to go ahead and go through that conversation? Hey, 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 I'm paying 20 grand for the giant paper. I want a big alien emoji on it. Okay, so what if you you had to do the show the next day? So Rick wants giant emojis. City has to raise $2 million for giant emoji stencil. An emoji paper machine? Yeah, exactly. And just so your $20,000 donation could be... Uh, you know, uh, approved of, you, you're going to cost the city $2 million. I mean, no. I'm going to want two emojis. Yeah, exactly. I know I'm going to want the hand slap. And the God, by the way, you, you know what? Just the, the word emoji makes me think about possibly the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I was with my kid once, and we were stumbling through HBO, and it came up the emoji movie, and I just said, oh, why? Like, what are we doing? Why? Like the Angry Birds movie. And the I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, at least the Angry Birds movie's got some sort of narrative. It's a game. You've got some start and end emojis are just, ugh, why? I mean, what is it? There, that was a bridge too far. So, no, listen, if you want to get into the band show and you want to try to see if you can flex your I don't know. I your feel like this with, is another great idea I've had, and you can put emojis on the paper. Listen, you, your, your great ideas come about <laughs> once every six months. I'll give you. You've gotten some good ideas. Now, you're, you're, well, June, July. Yeah, it's about the, for the end of the year. November, October. Right. As, as we're all Yule tiding, Rick's going to go, I've got it. Uh, one of the great ideas that Rick did have, and I'm actually I'm for this. I'm a proponent of this becoming a thing. The $3 undercarriage wash. It's not a car wash. It's an undercarriage wash. And it would be so awesome because you wouldn't need nearly the facility or the infrastructure. You know, it, it could almost be like a, a vent, right? Like you, when you see in the ground, uh, you walk in, you know, big cities or even here, it's like the YMCA, it's the walkover a little great sometimes. So it could be just like a grate in the ground. Yeah. You drive your car, your truck, your whatever over, and boosh. Yeah, it comes it's, up. It yeah. sprays the undercarriage. Maybe it gets just the bottom, little, the bottom quarter panels. Of your car? Maybe. The bottom because Maybe. the salt gets there, but not a big deal. Maybe. It's, it's, depending on how it works. Okay, so what about this? It doesn't get those, but they have, like the other car washes, one of those, you know, those hoses, like the guns of water that you can squirt off to, so there's like one of those in some vacuums. Yeah, you don't want to get out, though, in the winter. You don't want to get out of your car to do that. That's a good And you're point. not in a building. We No building. No, no, no building. Tent. No, no, no. no the water can't just shoot into the sky. Why? We'll have frozen water everywhere. What? It'll have to be way out in the open, like what? at an airport or something. Oh, get, get out of here. 785-7914. Shout this man down. Are people not excited about a car wash at the airport? Okay, for one reason, right, right? didn't Brad just say it's not taxpayer dollars? It's like airport dollars somehow, even though the airport is owned by... Yeah, uh, listen, that's what Brad said, okay. yes. So if we want to, quote, check the tape, that, that's what Brad said. Here, here's what I know. And, but, and, and, but on the flip side, if it's not that, then the airport's paying for it. But the whole point of having the car wash at the airport was to make the airport, like, money. the airport cheaper, yeah. like tickets yeah. to Detroit cheaper. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But now if we're using that to pay for the car wash, and it would be how many years before the car wash? Well, listen, th- th- this is why, I mean, we, we try to get some clarity from Brad, and I appreciate the, uh, I think it was Melinda he mentioned, the spokesperson for uh, the city of La Crosse's airport here, uh, bringing in the Soaring Suds LSE car wash business and operations plan. And, um, you know, I'm sure this isn't secret um, information. We're obviously sharing it here with you on air. I, I'm a little confused about how this thing works. I'm going to be frank. I mean, even with Brad Williams in here, I didn't get the greatest clarity uh, when, when it comes to how this goes. So from what we have on record now, the City Council of La Crosse approved $2 million for the building of this airport. So it kind of is taxpayer money, right? Like, so the City Council had to approve $2 million to go pay for the airport's car wash, but the airport's car wash is going to be a private business, 
It won't cost the taxpayers money, except for the first $2 million, if I'm understanding this correctly, right? So, you know, if, if I'm not the only one having trouble following this uh, particular mode of thought, I wouldn't be entirely surprised. Also, it's a car wash. It's, it's a car wash. not exciting. No, I know. You know, like, that's well, that's the other reason. Like, what are you saying? What should they have built that? Something innovative, right? Like, oh. Like a three D like a gondola system uh, through the Riverside Park and uh, now, now that and when you say gondola, I think you mean gondola, gondola but that's yeah, good, good enough for government work. All right, I, I don't know, but how how about we take a call seven eight five seven eight nine fourteen? Justin, welcome. How are you, man? Hey, David. I, I haven't followed the entire story. I don't know exactly why they want to build the car wash up by the airport. I suspect it's because they want to encourage some uh, car rental places yes. to maybe actually have some more cars out that way, and it's just convenient to have a car wash there. Yes. That's been um, one I of totally their... feel for the names. other owners in town with car washes because mm-hmm. it's unfair competition, per se, because it's government subsidized. Yeah. But um, as a frequenter of one of those local car wash businesses, I'm not driving out to the airport to get a car wash. Even if it's a $2 car wash, I'm not doing it. It's out of the way. It's Don't worry about losing too much business. Not to mention, if it's really cheap anyway, the lines are going to be lost. Uh, good, point. So good point. I don't I don't think it's going to be that big of a disruption. I think the biggest users are going to be the car rental You know, Justin, I think, uh, and appreciate your call today, man, I think that's exactly what the, uh, the La Crosse Airport is hoping for, right? So when you open up their business and operations plan, and it's actually... Page one, uh, as I well actually page two. I'm sorry, they count page one. It's the cover. All right, you know, come on. In literary terms, Rick, this is not page one. That is just the cover. All right. So the executive summary: Customers. There are four primary customers targeted for this facility to include car rental agencies, uh, governmental fleet operators, terminal parking customers, and the general public. So uh, there you go. Uh, one more call, and then we got to take a small break. Who do we have on Eric? The- Eric, what's happening, man? Yeah, it's kind of one of that rubber sauce I got with the. Uh- Monticello won in the lottery. We get three six million dollars out of it, tax money out of that. Whoa! What is the tax? Scott's tax. comment today was, "Oh, I didn't the hear." Lottery, the lottery yeah. money should go to fix lottery, the lottery, yeah. fill the potholes. Oh, the lottery money should go to fill the potholes. Um, yeah. Why not? No, no, no. Let me hear me out. Oh, hear me out. Okay, okay. So, how many how many cars do we have in Wisconsin anyway? Oh, I don't know. I believe it's seventy two. Is that correct? Yes. It's divided by thirty six million dollars. It's five hundred thousand dollars a county. I think that fill a little more than two potholes. Like Scott Robert Sauce says, this guy is so full of hyperbole. <laughs> he's talking about one end or the other. Thanks. I love that. That's so awesome. You know why? Because Scott's my boss. That just makes me laugh. I'm sorry. Thank you, Eric. That was amazing. Scott's gone today too. Yeah, he's Scott. All kinds of crap. Exactly. Oh boy, I tell you what, he gets sensitive about that Scott's uh, comment too. So, all right, listen, we're gonna take our final little teeny break. I tell you what, we'll be back in one minute. It's a crosstalk PM with Dave and Rick. Stick around. Boy, that break wasn't even worth it. Lacrosse Talk PM, WIZM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Hey, by the way, if you would uh, do us a favor, we'd sure appreciate it. Bookmark WIZMnews.com. Check it out for all your local stories, national news stories, opinion columns. Uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, the Rick Solom, like, uh, Flights of Fancy column, which should be coming up soon because Rick is just, he's got zingers right now. So we've already talked about the undercarriage wash that Rick thinks should be a thing, and I've, I'm kind of in agreement with you here. Uh, now you're talking about, as opposed to, like, okay, investing $2 bucks into a boring old car wash, 
Why don't we put it into something like hover technology? That, my friend, that's going to move the needle. The airport should be all for that. No, wait a minute. The airport, would the airport be down with that? Uh, hover technology? Yeah. You bet. You know why? Because they're going to, if, if you have to get an FAA license to get a drone that goes a certain amount in the sky, you're absolutely going to have to get one for your own flying car. Um, I'm looking forward to the day, and I think this is actually going to be, you know, true sooner rather than later. I don't know exactly how far into the future it will be. Uh, but Tesla is getting set to roll out about a million unmanned taxis and or, um, what do I want to say, transportation-type vehicles in the next year. Okay, they are grounded ones? Grounded. Okay. All right, so that's fully automated, driverless technology they say is perfected enough to make a national rollout. I guarantee with drone technology and how things go, it won't be but maybe 20 years, and that's probably way too long. It won't even be 20 years until we have unmanned drone flights. They can. Do, I have seen online. If you want to actually like look at flying cars today, there's a couple that are being like semi-commercially built. But you know, you kind of have to know how to fly. And, and ultimately, nobody needs to really know how to fly outside I mean, of a few people. At first, we'll have these drones. You know, like the little drones we have now. At first, we'll just be holding out. No, we won't. <laughs> Nobody's got the arm strength. Are you kidding me? Wall, it's like, only 20 pull-ups, and you get a perfect score from the like the military now. Nobody's <laughs> holding on anything. I can't do one. Exactly. Thank you. And you work out like. Once uh, a year. Yeah, exactly. Once a year. Um, all right, who's next? Number three is back. Hey, three. What's happening, man? So hanging in there. Anyway, about the car wash. Yeah. I was talking to my daughter this morning. She worked there 25 years ago for one of the rental places up there that rent cars. Okay. And I was talking to her about the car wash. She said, well, they've been working on it for a long time. Okay. All right. So it's she been, hasn't worked there yeah. for 25 years. Anyway, she said, <laughs> That's a well, the time. next thing you're going to hear, Dad, is they'll want a great big building to put your cars in so they don't get full of snow. Oh, well, there you so go. So now I just heard Brad Williams say, they're talking. Cars in. Hmm. You know what? So now there will be another two million. Well, at least, at just feel good about this, all right? Three, just feel good that it's not your money, okay? It's coming from the funds of somebody else. Who? We're not sure. Where? We can't well, tell I'll you. I'll tell you who supports but, the, the airport is the federal government. Well. They're always getting grants from the federal government to keep that airport up. Yeah. We yeah. got a fire department up there. Well, that's true. We at least have that. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I'm going to let you off, but I thank you for your call. Uh, three, great hearing yeah, from you again. Yeah, in there. All right, will do. The Better Hearing Center talking text line, 785-7914. You guys have been great. A uh, number of uh, text messages we couldn't get to today, but I did get one uh, that mentioned that, you know, I, I, I said that I didn't get a lot of clarity from Brad uh, on exactly how this thing is working out. Apparently, that is my mistake. As this unnamed texter told me, Brad explained perfectly. Learn from him and what he said. Will do. Thank you for the information. Hey, um, I know we don't have a ton of time, and, and I'm not going to you know, beat a dead horse because I don't think this is the topic du jour, uh, but we do have a story online at WIZMnews.com. It is from the Associated Press talking about Wisconsin GOP uh, planning to kill Medicaid expansion, pot legalization, the driver's licenses for uh, immigrants that are here illegally, a number of different initiatives that Tony Evers had proposed in his first um, in his first proposals as governor of the state of Wisconsin, and that's fine. That's what the checks and balances systems are for. Uh, but I just want to, you know, continue to drill, drill home my thoughts and my feelings on especially things that have nothing to do with you. And what I mean by that is what I do in my house, as long as it doesn't come onto your house or affect your personal safety, you have nothing to say about what I do in my own house, absolutely nothing. You have absolutely zero authority over me as a human, as an American, as a man. And because of that, I get very 
specifically defensive, defensive over certain freedoms uh, that are disallowed because of a morality clause. Okay, and this country has attempted on on numerous occasions to legislate morality, and it has failed time and time and time again. Now, prohibition was a massive failure, drummed up by a great and growing uh, anti-alcohol sentiment. And if you look back in the history of alcohol in and of itself, alcohol is one of the first things that people did when farming, all right? But that was beer and wine, generally low alcohol percentage. When hard liquor got introduced, it changed people. All right, people weren't necessarily accustomed to drinking hard liquor in the same way. So you can trace the history back and why people were so upset about the scourge of alcohol, if you will. But when you try to legislate morality, what happens is you create a black market and you create gangsters. Okay, When you bring things from the light, put them into the shadows, the shadows don't dissipate. Okay, The shadows grow, and that's what always happens. Now, it's the same with recreational drug use. Think whatever you want about cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin, all that. Again, the, illegal, the illegality of all these things causes more harm than the taking of the drugs ever does. The people in prison that we as taxpayers pay up the nose to keep incarcerated for things that they did because they wanted to is insane to me. And when I see Wisconsin GOP, and if I'm thinking about what the GOP is, quote, supposed to be, the grand old party, limited government, Get out of my bedroom, get out of my business. Okay, how come it seems like bedroom and business is what your party is mostly about with respect to abortions and and marijuana and drugs? To me, it's like this. If it doesn't hurt you, and again, if it doesn't directly come onto your lawn or into your living room, you have no business telling me what to do. And our elected officials have no business doing that either because the only thing they're supposed to do is the will of the people. And the will of the people should have absolutely nothing to do with limiting freedoms for their neighbors. Again, if somebody comes into your house and breaks in, all bets are off. Do whatever you want. I actually approve of probably 99% of it. But when it comes to me making a decision, and this might not be one that you approve of, you have nothing to say about it. And, And for lack of, you know, Anything else, it's free money. You legalize stuff like pot, you legalize whatever, you're going to make more money. That's just the, the bare essential of the whole conversation. Can we do away with, like, a state budget where they just pile everything into one? Well, let's just do these one at a time. Medical marijuana, good or no good? And then we know where everyone stands. Yes. Right? So you're off, you're good, yes. you're good, you're bad. And then we can just, then we'd be so much easier to decide, like, who stands where and, you know, who we want to vote out. That is a I thought we were going to give only one like great idea every six months. Rick, you're absolutely killing it today. Um, I got to ask you because we got like 50 seconds left. The heck, you going to talk about tomorrow? I know you got the plant doctor in here. Not Avengers Endgame, I'll tell no. you that. Oh How'd God. you like that? Man? Oh, it was the worst. What? I sat there the first hour what? and I was talking to my friend. I'm like, is the movie going to start yet? Like, You're one like, of these guys. It's just jabber John. That hour-long funeral ended with a half Wow, funeral. look at you. And you've totally ruined it for anybody that wanted to see it. Like, I kept this all under the lid. You were so upset. No spoilers. No spoilers. Wow. What a wet blanket. All right, well, you guys have fun tomorrow. Again, it's going to be Rick and the Plant Doctor. Should be riveting. I know that yesterday you had the entomologist on. That was good stuff. Uh, I was out, so I didn't get to hear it. But uh, needless to say, have a great weekend. Fortunately, we're supposed to get some decent weather, so you guys have fun. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next.